For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. You're listening to Sports Central on SEN. 0457-736-736, the text line number. England, good start for them, none for 48. Tammy Beaumont unbeaten on 36. Winfield Hill on 11. The target, 257. I suspect this game will end in a draw. Now, very much looking forward to our next guest. I love her work on NRL.com and The Raw. First time I've spoken to her, Mary Constantopoulos, or Mary Kay, as we call her, from Ladies Who League, Spin and Ladies Who League, is on the line right now. Hello, Mary. Hello, Julian. That was such great pronunciation of my last name. Thank you so much. <laughs> Listen, the tip was just say it quickly and confidently, right? So <laughs> <laughs> you did a great job. Well, if we can say Kyrgios and Kokonakis, I'm sure I can get that one out okay. Now, listen, I, I need you to help us with something before we talk shop. Um, Dan's girlfriend is having a birthday tonight, so he's recording the tennis and taking her out and he'll watch it later. Now, is Dan doing the right thing or should his girlfriend, given that he's in sports media, allow him to watch the men's final? Oh, that's a big question. Look, I think Dan is doing the right thing, Mm. but only because Dan loves so much sport. If tennis was Dan's favourite and only sport, maybe I would expect her to sort of give him a bit of leeway, but Dan loves so much sport. I mean, I suppose they're not going too much out when the Roosters are playing either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I said, well, what if it was Kyrgios and Rafa in the final? Then mm. it's a completely different kettle of fish. I mean, look, you know, it's, it's all hypothetical, but uh, anyway, he's doing the right thing, Dan. Thank and, you. Uh, Thank you for the support, Mary. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> it. And, we do and go happy birthday to your partner, Dan. Thank you. And we do go out for Roosters games, mainly to the Roosters games. Oh, oh, <laughs> You're not a band of bloody Roosters. Yeah, I just yeah. can't say it. No more Roosters talk. Hey, Mary, England, none for 48. The target to... Uh, 57. It's a shame we lost most of day three to rain. Um, they're trying to manufacture a result, but as it stands, it's looking like it's going to be a draw. And I was talking to Scott Bailey the last hour. I imagine you, like many others, are just pulling your hair out as to why we can't get a day five. Absolutely, Julian. I mean, yesterday when England took two early wickets of Australia, I was really expecting, you know, an exciting game, an exciting day. We lost two sessions due to rain, and it feels like a lot of the responsibility is falling on the players to make tactical decisions, to play attacking cricket, to manufacture a result, when I feel like the solution is staring at us in the face. And if they don't want to play a fifth day, then at least schedule one in case we have rain delay. Yeah, yeah. And the thing about it is, because they play so little test cricket, is that every time there's a draw, it gets talked about more. You know, the no result gets magnified and... Be saying all afternoon. It's it's not like the men's where you go. Okay, it was a draw. We'll move on to the next test match in in five days' time. It, it doesn't work that way. And I think Julian as well. We know that the tactics for test cricket are really different to say T Twenty cricket, which the women play so much of. I just think it's a really big ask to be asking them to make these tactical difficult decisions when they rarely get the opportunity to play test cricket. I think it's just such a shame, particularly when you look at some of the remarkable achievements over this test match. Mm. You know, we've seen Rachel Haynes, we've seen Meg Lanning score tremendous scores, Heather Knight, 168 unbeaten. Imagine what these women could do if they were given more opportunity to play test cricket. Correct. Elise, in the process, became the highest ever Ashes run scorer. She's also the highest ever uh, Ashes wicket taker. And uh, but, but also, you want to see more of the likes of, of Darcy Brown, this exciting young quick, Alana King, the exciting young young leg spinner and 
the bottom line is you ask the players, they want to play more test cricket. They sure do, Julian. And I think the players are the most important stakeholders and we should be listening to them. And I suppose for me, I'm yet to really hear a compelling reason as to why we aren't moving to five days. I do want to get onto your beloved Parramatta Eels shortly, but uh, to, to, to a more serious issue, um, and this is AFLW Pride Round. I spoke to Lisa Steen on the afternoon program a few days ago, but uh, it's an interesting story about uh, Hanin Zarika and her decision mm-hmm. to abstain from the match at Henson Up Park at, uh, on Friday against the Bulldogs, saying that basically the, the notion of Pride Round, I guess, contravenes the tenets of her religion. It's... It's a delicate situation. I sort of don't know where I am on this. Um, You know, is is it a case of, you know, diversity is tricky. Is it a case of sort of tolerating intolerance? Uh, Where do you stand on this? Julian, it's probably one of the toughest issues I think we've had to deal with in sport. And I'm with you. I'm not sure exactly where I stand. But here's what I do know. I know that Hanine has had conversations with her teammates and she respects their choices individually. I know that she's played in Pride games before. I think the challenge this time was that for the first time, the Giants have had a Pride jersey, which Mm. she didn't feel comfortable wearing. And I think about Hanine and some of the attitudes in the Muslim community and potentially the pressure that she was receiving, not only from maybe her community, but from, you know, from other people, I, I think that's a lot for one person to bear. And I think we should be having the conversations around what inclusivity might look like rather than, I don't know, making her a villain. I see people comparing her to Israel Folau. And, and that sort of makes me uncomfortable because homophobia to me is, is, is a fear or a dislike or a hatred. I haven't seen any of that from her name but I understand that it is a really difficult situation. Mm-hmm. And she, she wasn't outspoken in the manner which Falau was as well. You know, no, not at all. And continued to openly post. And Hanine is not one of those. Correct. Hanine respectfully made a decision, had a conversation with her teammates, didn't make any fuss and was not inciting any ill feeling, I don't think. This is a personal choice for her. And I imagine it was a really difficult conversation, not just for her, but potentially for some of her teammates as well. Beautiful scenes last night. I mean, Ash was down 5-1 in the second. I think most of us were thinking, oh, that, that's a write-off. But it's the heart of a lion, the mind of a champion. She's, she's broken through for her first Australian Open title, her third major from three attempts. And then it was a surprise to, to most when Yvonne came out to present the cup. Mm-hmm. It just almost had a sense of destiny to it, didn't it? It really did. And then to see photos of Auntie Yvonne, of Ash and Kathy Freeman all together yeah. at the end. What a significant moment for Australian sport. And I know there's been a lot of talk about the special Ks and how exciting they've been this week. But for me, Ash is just such a wonderful role model. She's so talented. She's so gracious. She's so humble. And I think it was just so exciting to see her win last night. Yeah, it was just brilliant, wasn't it? It just it lifts the spirits. It lifts the nation. Uh, and we are just saying on, on the program today, you, you could count on one hand the amount of Australian sports stars that genuinely unify people that just no one mm-hmm. dislikes. You know, everyone loves Patty Mills. You might say Pat Cummins as well. You know, Elise Perry's another example. But... But Barty might be top of that list, Mary. It's true. And I think about my Twitter feed and how often there are discussions and debates. 
Last night there really wasn't any. It was just lighting up with Ash Barty. Totally. And to me, that was just joyous, considering, you know, what a difficult two years it's been. And it's still a hard time for people. If we can take five minutes away to enjoy an Ash Barty victory, then I think that's something really special and something that should be celebrated. Australia gets their first wicket. The big wicket of Tammy Beaumont, uh, beautifully caught and short cover by Rachel Haynes off the bowling of Talia McGrath. Hasn't she been great this summer? Now, Mary, we're a little pressed for time. Uh, let me ask you, I know you're a mad Eels fan. Have you sort of, have you calmed <laughs> down after after your young hooker, Reid Marnie, lovely fellow, you were hoping he'd be in blue and gold forever. He signed with the dogs. He was asked about it because I don't want to talk about Canterbury. I owe it to, to Parramatta, but have, have you settled down? Have you overcome, I guess, the distress of that signing? Julian, it's funny actually that you mention it. And the reason that I'm giggling is because I was actually quite distressed, particularly about the loss of Reid Barney. Oh, no. He's one of my favourite players. Um, it's a difficult situation. I know clubs have to manage salary caps. I've loved watching Parramatta's recruitment over the last couple of years and bringing in players that are perhaps undervalued at other clubs and turning them into genuine superstars. The likes of Isaiah Papalihi is a great example. We've had some great juniors come through like Will Panasini. So I have faith in the club. And Julian, you might find this a little bit funny, but maybe Parramatta's premiership drought is all because they're going to make history this year mm. and be the first club to win the NRLW <laughs> and the NRL in the same year. <laughs> we, get, we get two bouts of NRLW, I think, don't we? A, a delayed season. That's starting soon. Yeah. That, well, look, I mean, he's going to go. At least your captain, Clint Gutherson, re-signed it. You know, he's the heartbeat of that club. And Bailey Simonson, I think, is a good acquisition as well. And being a Dragons fan, I, I was always an admirer of Mitch Rain, who had a, a pretty decent season with the Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ray Stone struggled a bit, as we know, at number nine in the finals. But uh, not the worst acquisition. We'll wait and see. I know they've got, a, I think, a, a pre-season trial at, at Combag Stadium against my beloved Dragons. I, I live in Parramatta in that area, and I see Reed. Oh, at the, perfect. You'll have to get out. I will get out. I see Reed at the local coffee shop all the time. He's just a, a lovely young man, polite, always says good day, says hi. Takes time out to, of his breakfast to pose with photos. Um, he'll, he'll be a big loss. But anyway, we look forwards, onwards and upwards. Hey, let's get a tip for you tonight at the men's final that Dan won't be watching between Rafa Nadal and <laughs> Daniil Medvedev. I'll have to say Nadal. I just think it's just been such an incredible era of dominance from the top three male players. I think tennis is going to be really interesting when the three of them retire in the next couple of years. Yeah, it'll be very interesting. It'll be sad, but it'll open it up to the next generation of talent. Mm -hmm. Mary, lovely to chat, and I hope to chat again soon. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thanks for having me. See you later. And there she's, Mary Constantopoulos. Does great work. She writes for the RawNRL.com. And follow her Twitter handle. It says, during the summer, she's ladies who legs been and and a prolific supporter of all things women's sport. And then, as you heard there, Mad Eels fan. During the winter, she becomes ladies who league. 0457 736 736. England won for 58. 257 is the target. Fourth and final day of that women's ashes test at Marnega Over. We'll take a break. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.